Hello, and welcome to the Door Christian Fellowship Church of Kingsville, Texas. We are blessed that you have chosen to worship with us via audio streaming. So grab your notepad, grab your Bible, put away the distractions, and let us get into the Word of God together. Due to the outbreak of the COVID-19 or coronavirus, as it's commonly known, our church's schedule has been adjusted to be compliant with the federal government's mandates. Please visit our church's website, www.kingsotxchurch.com, for the new service times. Our church offers various ways to give. We accept cash, check, or money orders, but now we offer online giving. Please visit our church's website, www.kingsotxchurch.com, for how you can support your local church by your tithes, offerings, and missions. If you have any need of prayer, please visit www.kingsotxchurch.com for more ways that you can contact our church. We will count it as an honor or privilege to encourage you with whatever need of prayer that you may have. God bless. Church and everyone online this morning, believing God for good things. Matthew 25. You know, as we open our Bibles to Matthew 25, I'm going to preach a message entitled, Being Ready. I'm going to use the example of a bus stopping for a student. That bus comes in right at 7. That student has to get up earlier, has to take a shower, get ready, and be prepared. So when that bus stops, that student has to get on if he wants to go to school. And if he's not ready, he's going to stay behind. So we'll use some of that after, but here, it is, uh, uh, so here it is my prayer that... Uh, uh, through this message, we would all understand that if we want to make heaven our eternal home, we must be ready. So let's look at the message, being ready. Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 through 13. The Bible says this, Jesus speaking, remember. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamp and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels for their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, least there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. 
But he answered and said, Surely I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day the, uh, nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Let's pray. Lord God, we so thank you for your love and your mercy. We ask you, O oh God, to take control of this message. Lord God, have right away in every area. Speak to our hearts. Speak to everyone in the live stream, O oh God. You speak to us and help us. Move in a mighty way. Thank you for your faithful people, O oh God. And we pray that you would have right away in all of our hearts. And Lord God, give us, O oh God, the strength, the wisdom, the boldness to continue to go forth with you. We're trusting in you in every area. Thank you for hearing our prayer. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So here in the first verse, the Bible says, or let's, let's say this, uh, uh, the first thing that we want to look at this morning is who is the bridegroom? Verse 1 says, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be, like, uh, shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out, and then went out to meet the bridegroom. So here the life application comment says this, Jesus Christ gave the following parable to further clearly uh, what, is mean, what it means to be ready for his return and how to live until he comes. In this story of the virgins or the brides, we are taught that every person is responsible for their own spiritual condition. Meaning that if, you, that if we don't make it, we, can, we cannot blame anyone else. It is a personal decision. Are you ready? Again, verse 1. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. See, they all had a certain purpose and a certain goal. It was to meet the bridegroom, which is a clear picture of meeting Jesus Christ, who is a bridegroom of the church. There in verse 1, the Bible speaks about they went out to meet the bridegroom. Verse 5 says, but while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. So here it mentions the bridegroom again. Now verse 10. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. You see, this parable is about a wedding, and in the Jewish culture, a couple who was engaged, they were engaged for a long time before they, were actually, uh, they would actually get married. And the engagement promise was just as binding as the marriage vows themselves. And here in verse 1 again, the Bible says uh, that uh, they took the lamps and went uh, to meet uh, the bridegroom. So here then we see, church, uh, real quick, uh, that, uh, uh, and I want you to think with me on this, uh, uh, amen. Uh, because in those times, the wedding, uh, uh, the wedding day, uh, the, and in the wedding day, on the wedding, wedding day, the bridegroom went uh, uh, to the bride's house for a ceremony. Then the bride and the groom, along with a great parade, uh, returned to the groom's house uh, where the feast took place, often lasting seven days or a full week. 
And then it was also a joyous and very powerful time. Everybody would rejoice. The bridegroom, the, 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 the bride in herself, and the family. Because they were doing it right. Remember, they were virgins. They kept themselves. They waited. Uh, and very possible that you're hearing my, this message and you're not married. Can I tell you, and living together, can I tell you that's not right before God? That God wants you to go to the courthouse, get your papers, uh, and, and get married and find someone. Uh, you can call us and we can marry you. Believe in God for good things for your life and your family. So here, this uh, bride uh, uh, maids uh, were waiting for the parade. And they hoped to take uh, uh, part of the wedding banquet. How many like banquets? I love banquets. I like to eat. Amen. Uh, amen. You know, different people cook different ways and you get to taste different things. So, uh, but they, were, uh, 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 they, they wanted to take part of the wedding banquet. But when the groom didn't come, when they expected five of them, let's see, five of them let their lamps, five of them let their lamps run out of oil. It's like the people that don't pray, don't read their Bibles, they don't get fed with the Word of God, they will eventually run out of faith. It could be where you are today, yourself. Can I tell you that God loves you? God wants to help you. God wants to do miracles and, and, and wonders in your life. Someone said that if you move one inch towards God, he'll move to 100 miles towards you. God loves you. He cares for you, and he wants to do great things. So by the time that, that uh, the, the, those virgins, five virgins, went to purchase extra oil, it was too late to join the wedding feast. So the question are you ready for eternity? God wants to help you. And allow me to say this, and I say it with the love of God. The Bible speaks about two possible places to end up when we are gone from this earth. It speaks about heaven or hell. Heaven, uh, let's see, uh, and we must choose in this life, where do we want to spend eternity? Are you ready for eternity? Personal question. As I was praying, I, I got this. Heaven will be thousands of times more beautiful than what any wife could, anyone could ever imagine. On the other side of the coin, hell will be thousands of times worse than anyone could imagine. And I pray and I recommend that we all get ready for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says that we must be ready, church. And we're talking about eternity. You, I've used the illustration many times about living uh, our life is a, as a string. If I would get a string, uh, that life is, uh, our life is like a string. That string can be cut any, any moment. I believe Kenny, Kenny Rogers' uh, string was caught here when it was Saturday or Thursday, Friday or Thursday or Saturday, Friday or Saturday. He, did, he was 81, but his string was caught. And we trust God that he's okay, that he was uh, right with God and he's in heaven. I, that's not my place to judge, but his string was caught. Another way to illustrate uh, uh, eternity is we get a white string, we put it across the gym. Everybody's uh, uh, familiar with the gym. And this string continues going, okay? 
and you get uh, a pen, and you lived a hundred years, uh, and you mark that string one mark, you lived a hundred years. That's a, you know. Let's say you lived that that long. Uh, very few will be get there, but anyway, uh, that is compared. That little mark is compared for eternity. So this is why we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to make sure that we must, uh, that everyone knows, must know that they must be ready. Besides spiritual uh, preparation cannot be bought or borrowed at the last minute. Our relationship with Jesus must be our own. Are you ready? Is the, is the only question, you're, uh, let's see, uh, uh, are you ready? This is the only question you and I can answer personally. Are you ready? Our God has only one uh, sons and daughters. Did you know that? He doesn't have grandchildren. I, we, my wife and I, by the grace of God, we have a great grandson, okay? But God doesn't have uh, grandchildren or great-grandchildren. God has sons and daughters. According to the word of God. John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, the New King James Version. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right or the power to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So here the reality is uh, that we are all creation of God. God created everything, created you, created me. This is why we can see who could ever invent an eye that could see, give you the color of your hair, your eyes, uh, the ear that uh, uh, is so complicated to uh, receive. Not only that, it's made like, an ear, like a megaphone, you know, or like an earphone, and so we can receive the noise and the words and, and <clears throat> the tongue, everything that God does, uh, he creates. And the Bible says that, uh, amen, but once we accept, we can become part of God's family. Are you part of God's family? Has Jesus come into your heart? Has Jesus forgiven your sins? God wants to give, do that for you, everyone that's listening today. The New Living Translation says, but to all who believe him, talking about Jesus, and accept him, Jesus, he, Jesus gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical, uh, with a physical birth uh, resulting from human passions, passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. As I was studying and looking, the new, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the application Bible commentary says this, all who welcome Jesus Christ as Lord in their lives uh, are reborn spiritually. Receiving faith in Christ, this birth changes us from the inside out, rearranging our attitudes, our desires, whatever else needs to be rearranged. Hang on a minute. 
uh, uh, being born again, again makes, or being born makes us alive and places in our parents' family. Thank God for our families. It is a great blessing. But being reborn makes us, makes us spiritually alive. Let me start again there. Again, the New Living Bible, uh, the New, uh, let's see, uh, the uh, Life Application Bible says this. All who are, uh, let's see, all who welcome Jesus into, uh, as Lord and of their lives are, are reborn spiritually, receiving new life from God. Through faith in Christ, this birth changes uh, us from the inside out, rearranging our attitudes, our desires, and our motives, and whatever else needs to be rearranged. And as we know, being born uh, makes us a, uh, makes us physically alive and places with our parents and our family. Being born, reborn, makes us spiritual alive and puts us in God's family. Have you asked Christ to make, give, make you a new person, to make you part of his family? You see, this fresh start is available to all who believe in Christ and accept him as their personal Lord and Savior. Let's look at the heart of God for a minute. Psalms 103, verse 11 through 14. The Bible says this, For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his, God's mercy, his mercy towards those who fear him. Fear, we're talking about honor, obey, and trust. As far as the east is from the west, which they never meet, okay? So far has he removed our transgression from us, or our sins. Our transgressions are our sins. As a father pities his children, I'm sure that here's parents. You are a parent, you pity your children. So the Lord pities those who fear him, who honor him, trust him. And, and then verse 14, for he knows our frame and rem he remembers that we are dust. But here is God's mercy so great towards those who fear him. God has had mercy on many of us and he wants uh, to extend that mercy to everyone that will repent and accept him in their hearts. When they told me I could have and experience a new life, I would, uh, 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 that all that uh, could be, uh, uh, that all could be erased of my life, of my past, uh, I accepted the offer, and, uh, and I have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ now. And I know the power of God. I know the mercy of God. As many know, I, 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 I've experienced the love and the mercy of God or I experienced the love and the mercy of God. 42 years ago, I was an alcoholic. I drank on a daily basis, partying, giving, getting drunk, smoking, using some drugs because when I drank, I did not, uh, uh, I did things without considering the consequences. My drinking was destroying me destroying my marriage and my family. 
And I thank Jesus that in August the 8th, 1977, I prayed and accepted Christ into my heart. In a couple of days, very quickly, he delivered me from drinking, smoking, and many other things. He restored my marriage, and now, uh, and now, by the mercy and the grace of God, my wife Patsy and I have been married for over 51 years, and I confess that we do have a good marriage, and we give all the glory and the honor to our Lord Jesus Christ. We try to run our marriage for nine years our way. And it was destroying that. It was coming to the end. It came to the point where my wife almost came, almost committed suicide. And when she accepted Jesus, God forgave her and she became a different person. And I saw that for two years. She prayed for me. Then I gave my life to Jesus. And that's the best decision I ever made. And I wouldn't have been too smart if I would have rejected that, that I could start a brand new life, that God would erase all my past, forgive all my sin, and give me a new life. If I wouldn't have taken that opportunity, I wouldn't have been too smart. I so thank God that I repented, accepted Jesus in my heart, and he gave me a new life. And I know that he loves you, your marriage, your family. And he can do the same for everyone who will accept him and serve him with all their hearts. Jesus is the answer. So who, the question that I started with in that point, who is the bridegroom? We find that answer in Matthew 25, verse 11. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open to us. So here... We see real quick, church, that uh, this shows the reality that Jesus is the Lord. The bridegroom is the Lord. The second thing I want to look at with you real quick is, are we foolish or are we wise? Because Matthew 25, verse 2 to 10 says, now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Thank God the word is so clear and so direct to you and I. It helps us. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, because we never know when God's coming back. We don't know exactly. We just serve him and trust him. While the bridegroom uh, delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all, the virgin, all those virgins uh, arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise said, uh, answered, saying, No, least there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy your own uh, for yourselves. And while he went to buy, I'm sorry, while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut. So here the reality is, church, that here it shows that five were foolish why? Because they were not ready or prepared. They had the same opportunity, yet they had different results. 
simply because they were not ready. Many have heard the saying, one day late and one dollar short. How many ever felt that way? Or has that happened to you? Meaning, he or she was not, uh, or okay, uh, which, which in other ways uh, uh, to say it's uh, a little too late, uh, too little too, too late. Meaning that he or she has not, uh, uh, has not only missed an opportunity due, due to tardiness, but also because such has not put forth enough effort. You see, the foolish, the foolish didn't pray, didn't read their Bible, they didn't attend church, they didn't hear the word, they didn't seek God. On the other hand, five were wise. Why? Again, simply because they were ready. They had prepared beforehand and had extra oil, meaning they were prayed up, they had read the word of God on a regular basis, they were attending church, they were getting fed the word of God. And this type of oil, we need it on a daily basis. And someone said, oil will keep us from squeaking. <laughs> In other words, complaining. If you have a need, bring it to God. Trust him, believe him, read his word, get ready, let God minister to your heart. He'll oil your, oil your bones and your joy and your soul and your heart. He's a good God. And what was the result? They were taken to the wedding celebration. Those that were ready and wise. Okay? So we have to say, am I foolish or am I wise? God help us. The last thing I want to look at is the great wedding. Matthew 25, 10 says, And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Can you hear it? Plonk. A bunch of keys. Nobody's going to go in or out. Look at Revelation chapter 19, verse 6 through 9. And this is in the future, okay? It says, uh, Revelation, we know that God spoke to John the Revelator and sp spoke about the future. And the Bible says, And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Don't ever forget that. Let us be glad and rejoice and give glory to him or give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has uh, made herself ready has made herself ready remember it's a personal decision and to her it was granted to be arrayed with fine linen clean and bright for the uh, fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints so here, the fine linen, we've seen a bride, a bride will take everything, all the time that she needs to comb her hair, fix her face, do everything that she can to be ready for that wedding. And when the Bible speaks about saints here, it's those that have repented and have accepted Jesus in their hearts and have lived for him. Verse 9, then he said to me, write, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb, and he said to me, 
These are the true sayings of God. So here in verse 8, real quick, and to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen was the righteousness acts of saints. The Riley Bible says, literally, the right deeds of saints, the good works of believers will continue, will constitute or make up the wedding garments when the congregation of the faithful are joined with him in marriage. And I believe that the uh, I believe that, as, uh, the, that the believers will be celebrating um, the marriage supper of the Lamb for seven years in heaven with Jesus while, uh, 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 while those who were not ready will be in seven years of tribulation here on earth. And I also believe that when we are uh, through, uh, the, I also believe that as we are going through this uh, coronavirus, it's only a tip of the iceberg. Of what, God, of what people are going to go through in the seven year of tribulation. Matthew 25, 11 and 12. Afterwards, the other virgins came uh, also saying, Lord, Lord, open the, uh, to us. But he answered and said, Surely I say to you, I do not know you. They had rejected Christ and now they were rejected themselves. John 7, verse 21, 23. Jesus answered and said to them, I did, I did uh, one work, and you all marvel. Moses therefore gave you circumcision, but that is from Moses, but from, uh, that is not from Moses, but from my father, and you were circumcised. Let's see. Uh, praise God. For some reason, I don't have that right. Let me let me double check. Let me double check. Verse chapter seven, verse twenty-one. The Bible says this: Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonderful? Uh, wonders in your name and they uh, and then I will declare to them I never knew you depart from me you, you who practice lawlessness therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them I will liken him as a wise man who built the house on the rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. You and I have a clear warning from God. And Jesus is giving us this warning this morning. Matthew chapter 25 verse 13. Watch therefore, for you do know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. I'll go ahead and close with this. That boss that came for the student... That student had taken a shower, gotten ready, got her books ready, her homework ready. They get on the bus and they go to school. Now they go to school and they have, they have their uh, homework, okay? And they got everything. They, they were ready. They get a good education. Pretty soon they graduated with high grades. 
Pretty soon they went and got educated in, in college, uh, and then they, pretty soon they have a job, a good job. They're telling people what to do instead of what people tell and them, uh, people telling them what to do. And then uh, they, they have a good income. They have a family. They can support the family and serve God. And then when Jesus comes, they'll be ready to go with him. One last scripture, and we'll close. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 through 18. First Thessalonians chapter 4. What's there for? For you do not neither uh, know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Uh, no? Okay, uh, I'll turn there real quick. The Bible says this. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. But I do not want you to be ignorant or be foolish, right? Ignorant. Brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, least you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be cut up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. I trust God that God will help you, that you will be ready, we will be ready, and that we can comfort, be comforted with these words. God wants uh, to do great things because this gives us hope. This helps us to know that Jesus Christ is coming for his church and we must be ready. And only you and I can answer that question. Let's bow our heads. We are encouraged and celebrate with you if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you have rededicated your heart back to him, please contact us at area code 210-797-0353 so we may continue to help you with your new walk with God. God bless. Thank you for worshiping with us at the Door Christian Fellowship Church of Kingsville, Texas. If we can minister to you in any way, please visit www.kingsvilletxchurch.com for our contact information and more details. Please be sure to tune in to our next church service, and thank you for making the Door Christian Fellowship Church of Kingsville your church as a place of worship. God bless you.